Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino here, and we are back with another Survivor Blood vs. Water exit interview, and today we're going to be speaking with the latest person eliminated from Red Eye. Yes, that's right, Marissa Peterson is going to join us on the show. We'll talk to her about her take on last night's events. I'm sure she will have plenty to say about the departure of Mr. Brad Culpepper. thought it was a really, really great episode of Survivor, certainly level one stuff and i was very excited to do our weekly recap with steven fishback the survivor know-it-alls and i really am very proud of last night's survivor know-it-alls i think it might be the best one we've ever done so if you've never checked out survivor know-it-alls then what's your problem but seriously if you've never checked it out i think this is one that i would say that would be a great one to let it be your first experience with the Survivor Know-It-Alls. Or if you missed this one, definitely check it out. I thought that Stephen Fishback was really, really on point last night. We had a really great discussion about all things strategic from this last episode of Survivor Blood versus Water. And you can check it out on our YouTube channel if you want to watch the video portion. That's at robhasawebsite.com slash YouTube. And later on today, we're going to be speaking with Abby Maria as the Rob Has a Podcast interview podcast comes back this week to talk about everything that happened on last night's Survivor with Abby Maria. And later on today, get your questions in on our Facebook page at robhasawebsite.com slash Facebook. So we've got so much coming up. I want to make sure you guys uh, don't miss any of it. You could subscribe to our podcast in iTunes very easily. Go to robhasawebsite.com slash iTunes. And we very much appreciate it when you give us comments and feedback uh, and a five-star rating. If you think we deserve it in iTunes, that helps us rise up the iTunes chart, which is always very, very much appreciated uh, from you guys. You can also subscribe to the Survivor-only feed of Rob Has a Podcast at robhasawebsite.com slash Survivor Podcast. All right. I see that we have Marissa on the line, so let's go ahead and patch her through. Marissa, are you there? Yes. Marissa, good morning. You're on with Rob Sesternino. Hey. How's it going? How about you? Yeah, very good. Uh, sorry to see you go because you made these Redemption Island battles so exciting, Marissa. Oh, great. At least, at least I could entertain while I was there, I guess. Yes, we very much appreciate it. Now, let me get your first reaction here. Now, I know you weren't there in person, but I'm sure you saw in the Tribal Council last night. So what is your reaction to seeing Brad Culpepper being voted out at Tribal Council last night? Sweet, sweet victory. It felt like a small victory. It made me feel like, okay, maybe like some of the things that I was saying during the duels, maybe some of that woke Tadhana up a little bit because I, I was feeling like that's the least I could do. Like, that's what I wanted to do, basically call attention to him. What is it about Brad Culpepper that really rubbed you the wrong way? Was it just that he voted you out or were there personal things about him that really bothered you? Um, it was, yeah, the the main thing was the fact that he voted me out, like the fact that it was his idea. And I don't know, maybe just like his self entitlement feeling sometimes. Like, I, I don't know, just the way that he carries himself is like someone that I've never met before. I was like, okay, I don't know if it's just because like you played in the NFL and you're used to be putting like put on this pedestal and your wife definitely puts you on this pedestal, but I'm not going to kiss your ass. But maybe things would have worked out differently if I had, but. I'm thinking like, okay, you know what? I'm still gonna like stay true to myself. I don't. I just don't. I I don't know. That's one thing about Survivor. Like I've had to interact with people that I've never had to interact with before. 
So, I don't know. It's just, like, the way he carried it. And then there were some also, like, behind-the-scenes comments and stuff that he said that rubbed me the wrong way. And, like, he even so, so see, um, on the first episode, and he's talking about the Five Guys Alliance. And he says, like, oh, we've got five guys. Actually, we've got four guys and a gay guy. Like, comments like that that he would say nonstop. They're like, okay, these are not just politically incorrect, but they're offensive. But nobody's saying anything. And letting him say these things and letting him think that it's okay to act certain ways. So it was just a multitude of things building up, finally. Well, Monica Culpepper last night said that she was actually very upset to see her husband, Brad, be verbally accosted repeatedly at Redemption Island. And she didn't think that was right. Yeah, and then Jerv, I feel like Jerv had a perfect reaction for that. Like, you know, Brad, you know your husband at home. You don't know how he's acting here on the tribe. And she's saying, like, yes. And that's what she was saying, like, in the door, like, he's a great provider. He's this, he's that, and he's this, and he's that. Like, yeah, he might still be doing that, but somebody could still be a bad apple. You know what I mean? Like, you can help. You can, like, somebody can build a shelter. Somebody can make this and make that. Like, but their intentions, like, what is he doing right now? He's basically weakening had Hana mm-hmm. because he's thinking it's going to better himself at the merge. Now, had you stayed in the game this week, let's say you were moved on in the Redemption Island battle and you were there when Brad Culpepper showed up <laughs> that night, what would your reaction have been to see Brad join you on Redemption Island? I would have just been like tackling like a hyena. I would have thought it was hilarious. I would, I would, and I would have been even more pumped to go into the next duel because this last one, like, it's like, okay, I love Candace and Jonathan, her husband. Like, I didn't want to go up against them. Two doctors, like, who would want to do that? Like, in a challenge where you have to be calm as possible and try not to freak out. Like, but I would have loved to go up against Brad. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens with him at Redemption Island next week. Now, let's go back to the first episode where we had. Ultimately, your tribe lost the first challenge. It was very close. And, of course, we all remember the incident where Uncle Jervis was doing a bit of trash talking. Now, mm-hmm. how much did you blame your uncle for the uh, Tadhana tribe voting you out on that first episode? <laughs> okay, at first, initially, like, right after, like, my torch was snuffed, I was like, seriously, Jerv? But... Then, like, after I was thinking, like, because right in the heat of the moment, like, when he was celebrating and stuff like that, I just gave him the hand, like, okay, like, whatever, talk to the hand, like, because I'm just thinking, like, this is a normal sporting event, and we've lost, and we just have an overzealous person on the other team who can't handle a win graciously. That's, That's the only thing I was thinking. I had no idea that they would twist it and, like, my tribe would turn it and use that, like, against me, like, because it didn't make any sense to me. And, like, Vetus was saying, like, why would we want somebody, um, why would we want to work with somebody who's attached to someone else who has this attitude? And I was like, okay, like, look at your swimming performance. Like, you're acting like the merge is tomorrow. Like, think, think about right now, thinking about our tribe and stuff. I don't know why people were so, like, forward thinking and, like, okay, well, at the merge, like, the merge isn't happening for a long time. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I really didn't understand. I just felt like they were just using me as the scapegoat right then and there because, like, that 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 has nothing to do with me. Like, really, yeah. like, how does that have anything to do with me? So you feel like they just wanted to get rid of you anyway, and that was just, like, a convenient justification that it was Jervis's fault and they had to punish Jervis for what he did at the challenge by voting you out? 
that is how I kind of felt. And, too, like on day one, when we had to vote someone out initially, I got two votes, one from Katie and one from Rupert's wife. So I was like, wait, wh why? Like, what have I done already? And Katie said, oh, it looks like, well, you're strong. Like, I didn't really get a re response from Laura. But Katie told me it was because I was strong. And I'm thinking, like, you want these strong people. Like, I'm not your enemy yet. Like, I'll be your enemy at the merge. But right now, like, you know, you want strong people in your tribe. You want people who are going to help your tribe win. Yeah. Now, I noticed you voted for Katie at that first tribal council. Was there anything to that vote to, besides the fact that she was bad in the first challenge? Um, yes, we had talked about before, and everyone could see, even though their bats were turned, I could see basically Katie's lack of hustle. I was like, come on, come on, come on, like, the, the challenge is not over. And then Caitlin had said, like, okay, yeah, Katie was pulling us down, like, she was not contributing anything. So then I'd, like, talk to other people, and at first people were saying, okay, Rachel, we're going to try to go for Rachel because we think she's in alliance with Candace and John. And I was like, okay. Then it was actually, no, Katie is the reason why we lost the challenge. Katie is going home. So I'm like, okay, like, everything's good. Everything's good. I'm asking around, like, Katie's the one. Katie's the one to go. So I'm feeling good. And and it was interesting because Jeff is saying, like, okay, like, does, does everybody feel safe here? And, like, the guy's like, no, like, no one's safe. It could be any one of us. And I had learned my lessons from before for opening my mouth, but I really wanted to say, like, if you guys feel like you're so safe, then why didn't you bring your canteens or why are your swim, like, trunks still on the line back at camp? Like, why didn't you bring anything to tribal if you feel like you're unsafe? But, yeah, so, and it was, like, two, I voted for Katie and one other person voted for Katie. And then everybody else voted for me. Okay. Now, did you feel like the you got off on the wrong foot at all back on that first episode where Jeff was talking about he he asked Culpepper a question about like basically like if you're going up against your loved one in a challenge, what's that going to be like? And Brad said, well, if they're trying to get tarps, you know, I may think about do I really want to win that challenge? And you said, well, you better not be on my team. Do you think that that is what got you off on the wrong foot with Brad? And then he ultimately came back and had to like apologize to everybody for what he said. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. And then after, so after that, the people, like, they were nodding their head, like, yeah, like, why would you say that? Because I do feel like he just was just, just talking. Maybe he was just speaking from the heart, but who wants to hear that? Like, we're playing a game. Why is the first thing that you're saying is that you were down to throw a challenge for the other team? Like, what? And then after that, when we had to vote from basically just going off the things that people had said, I'm thinking, okay, why isn't anybody else going to vote for Brad? Like, that that was just stupid. Like, why why would you want somebody on your team like that? But lo and behold, everybody else is gunning for Laura for whatever reason. Would you ever throw a challenge to to help your uncle get a tarp? Mm, no. <laughs> and I feel like what if he was very know, cold? That's part of the interesting thing because me and Jervis did have a different relationship, and I feel like maybe that also hurt me. But I was thinking it was going to advantage me. Like, okay somebody might be more willing to work with me knowing that I could probably be more loyal to them than to Jerv because Jerv isn't my lover. He's not my dad. He's mm -hmm. my uncle. So I thought that was going to advantage me. But then in this last episode, you see Culpepper saying, like, okay, we don't need people who don't have any ties because, like, basically you would have three people versus possibly having four. But I don't know. Like, I, I think it's really interesting how – he thinks that the game should be run and how it should work because it could go really anyway.
Marissa, would you have ever voted your uncle out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think so, like, too. For me. <laughs> I, like, and I, yeah. I, I could see it now. Like, I could see myself writing his name down, but I would be real with him and tell him, like, okay, like, like this is what's going to happen. And he would actually probably just, like, applaud me. Like, okay, you did what you had to do. Like, uh, And I feel like it was an easier decision for me versus some of the other, like, loved ones out there yeah. to feel like this is, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I was just thinking like, this is a game. I'm out here playing a game with possibly against my uncle, not thinking like I'm out here playing with my soulmate. And if I vote against him, it's, we're getting a divorce. Like it's, it's not like that. I didn't think it was that serious. Right. And I could see your uncle voting you out too. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> definitely. Because I definitely, if I feel like I, at the merge, I feel like I would definitely be a threat to him. <laughs> um, it seemed like you really hit it off with Candace at Redemption Island. How how close did you guys get at Redemption Island? Oh, yeah, we got really close. Like, and that's what people, I could see people being like, oh, Marissa's the third wheel now at Redemption. I was like, no, don't get twisted. John is the third wheel because for days, for six days, it was just me and Candace. Candace would boil the water, make the rice, and I would just spend hours fishing, trying to get us something else to eat. Like, I would bring it back, and we would just, like, share rolls, do stuff. We would talk. Okay, it's time to go to bed. She'd grab my arm and drape it over her, and I'd be the big spoon. Like, it was awesome. It was pretty sweet, and I was actually... Sadly, like, I had a better time on Redemption than I did with my actual tribe because I was able to actually do more stuff and learn, like, in Redemption. So, like, if I were able to be blessed to come back on the show, like, I would know how to tend to fire. I would know how to fish. I would know how to clean my fish and cook it versus if I was on Tadhana. The only thing I would know how to do is just listen to <laughs> Yeah. Um, Wait, hold on. Let's back up a second. So, on Redemption Island... You were spooning with Candace. You were the big spoon. Where was John Cody? Who was John? <laughs> oh, no. No. We were really upset when he got there. I think, I can't remember, because it was just one night that we were on redemption, and then it was, like, the next morning. Like, okay, we have to battle. So I think he was, like, closer on the other side of Candace. Okay. All right. It was like a, uh, it's a, a triangle over there at Redemption right, Island. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> that'll be a whole different show. So how weird was it for you to go back to Survivor with your uncle? Because I feel like a lot of people don't really understand. We have a lot of people like who are like, you know, Survivor fans who are like, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old and don't really get how big survivor was back when your uncle was on the show and i I always say that they were basically like the second coming of the beatles those first survivor players for like you know six months after the show ended so how crazy was it to have you know seen just how big you know the survivor was back then and then you know you're going to go back to survivor with your uncle jervis no it was i don't know it was amazing for me because i remember i was in fourth grade and like, going places with my uncle, like, people really want his autograph. Like, people are really asking him about how he ate that rat because people, like, mm-hmm. had never seen anything like that on TV. And I feel like some of the other contestants, like, downplay, like, okay, yeah, that was 13 years ago. Like, no, but that was that was the start of this. Like, he, like they were the guinea pigs the very first season for, like, this great show that is here now. And things have changed a lot which I feel like maybe have worked in my disadvantage because I definitely felt more like a newbie on my tribe because some of the other people whose loved ones have played more recently, like Hayden, Caleb, and um, 
Stephen, Caleb, and Brad, their loved ones being on One World, which was just like a few years ago, and they felt like they had all this veteran knowledge, like, oh, this is what's going to, this what's needs to be done here, this is how we have to play this, this is how we have to play that, so a lot of times, even like Sierra would be talking about all the stuff that her mom had said, and this, this, and this, and this, and this, but Jervis, Jervis's advice was coming from something that's 13 years ago, so it is a completely different game, so that might have worked in my disadvantage a little bit, but... Still, it was awesome to be able to play with him because I never thought that I would be able to be in his shoes, let alone right next to him. Well, it was really fun to see Jervis come back this season. And I know your uncle from, you know, way, from way back when uh, when I first came off the show and he was always a really great guy to me. So I'm happy to see him back. And unfortunately, uh, you couldn't go further in the game, but we're 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 pulling for, uh, for Uncle Jerv to uh, go yeah, further along yeah, here. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, Marissa, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks. All the best, Marissa. Bye. All right, everybody. There you have it. That was Marissa Peterson here on Rob as a Podcast. You know, now that I think of it, I wish I could have got her to record just one F.U. Rob Sesternino before she went. So maybe we'll have to wait for either Dr. Candice or maybe even Brad Culpepper himself to give me an official F you, Rob Sisterino. I'm sure it'll happen sooner or later. We keep doing this podcast. So uh, it is that time of year again. The podcast awards are right around the corner. So the nominations are open for podcast awards, I believe, all through October. So if you feel as though Rob has a podcast is worthy of a nomination for Best Entertainment Podcast of 2013, uh, we would appreciate your help. Go to podcastawards.com and nominate us in the entertainment category uh, and any other categories that you see fit. Uh, you get to do it just once, so make sure you have uh, your whole ballot set up with any other podcast you want to nominate before you go ahead and hit submit. And then the voting, I think, happens uh, later on in November, December. So we'll keep you guys posted on what's going on on that front as we look to repeat as Best Entertainment Podcast of the year once again. So we have our voice mailbox is open and we're going to do we're going to have a special guest joining us for the voicemails tonight. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Nicole is uh, still on maternity leave, but I'm going to have somebody with me, a former survivor join me for the voicemail segment tonight. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So if you want to get your questions in, that number is 323-282-RHAP or you can go to Rob has a website.com slash voicemail and leave me a voicemail from your computer. The one thing I'll just say with the voicemail is just try to shoot for like 30 seconds. A lot of times I get really great questions from people, but they either ask like two or three questions or they just take a long time getting to the point and it just is not going to play well on the podcast for the listeners. So just, you know, really think about what the main question is and try to get it down to around like, you know, 30 seconds. There's no like, you know, time limit or anything like that, but that's really the sweet spot for voicemails. And then we are going to get set. We have a new chapter in the history of Rob has a podcast starting uh, this Sunday night. I am going to be podcasting this season of The Walking Dead as well. We had a great response to our Breaking Bad podcast, so we're going to uh, keep keep it going on here with The Walking Dead this Sunday night. It returns for the fourth season premiere, and Josh Wiggler and I will be doing it live. Uh, I don't have a time yet on that. I have to uh, check in with Josh, but we're going to do those on Google Hangouts, and then the audio feed will be available as well, and we will create a 
a Walking Dead feed as well for that. So just stay tuned on that wall. Get all the details ironed out by the weekend. And we may even have the return of the SNL recap as well on robhasawebsite.com this weekend. So a lot going on. I really I appreciated the I like the Miley Cyrus episode of SNL if you guys uh, caught that over the weekend. I thought that was a good job by Miley. All right. And lastly, if you want to get the head start on your Halloween shopping, maybe like Miley, maybe you want to go as Miley Cyrus from the VMAs this Halloween. I'm not sure if they have that costume, but I bet they probably do. The best place to go for all of your Halloween shopping is Amazon.com. We always appreciate you guys using our links to go and start your shopping at Amazon. It helps support the podcast, and we always appreciate it. So robhasawebsite.com slash Amazon is the link, or if you want to go to the Halloween homepage on Amazon, get the best deals on candy, decorations, costumes, all of this stuff, you can go to robhasawebsite.com slash Halloween. All right. So that's going to do it for me today. Busy day here at Rob as a podcast. We're going to be back with Abby Maria later on today. And then on Friday, we'll have the least you need to know about Survivor Blood versus Water episode four up on our YouTube channel. So busy, busy, busy day. And I will talk to you guys again soon. Take care, everybody. Bye.